We don't have our what's it called. They're all the way over there. So we don't have to do that. I feel so naked. Yeah, we'll be fine. All right. Um, are you ready? Mm -hmm. What is that? That's your fake version? Yeah. Go for it. Bing, ding, do you, you don't remember how it goes? Ding, 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 ding. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not it. it's, boys it's, and girls. That's the new one. Is it? I can play it. Hold on. I can play it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome back to the JD and Paul Cast. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's get it started. Yeah, let's get it started. Does it turn off? Uh, no, you have to press the button. I have to press it twice. Yeah. Are you sure? Press the button. Wait, it's still going. I see the. I see the. <laughs> I see. Press I see the levels. Press the button. Oh my god. Press, press the button. Press the button. New setup. We're doing it again. From the beginning, months have passed since our last podcast. Things have changed mentally the, is this and physically. Is this the intro to it Avatar: is. The Last Airbender? It, everything was good until I <laughs> fell in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yo, uh, what's up, man? What's the deal, y'all? Uh, it's Paul. It's JD. It's JD. It's Paul. We are back for a new podcast. Yeah, JD and Paul cast. And we're getting close to a hundred. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting. What, what was what was that? What was that surprise? You son of a bitch! <laughs> I just re, it's just time. Time. It's just like it's only been nine years. Hundred episodes in nine years. We're like I think this is episode. Yeah, I think we're yeah. the greatest show. Greater than One we're Piece. Most, we're the most inconsistent podcast. Greater but you know what though? And I sorry to cut you off. Most podcasts don't continue after they stop. At least we continue. And now we're good. I promise. Pinky. It's my good Pinky. It's the one that you should be sending me anyway. Pinky promise we are going to be getting one episode out a week. And no more on the main, uh, on, our, on our personal, on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash JD and Paulcast. Uh, no more clips in between. I'm just going to focus on one episode a week, one new piece of content a week, and we'll work together to put short form content out. So things that are under like a minute 30, because that's what most platforms will take. YouTube takes YouTube shorts at one minute and TikTok. TikTok, you can do long ass clips. Maybe, maybe. It's just a lot of editing. And at the end of the day, I edit everything. I I produce it all. I shoot it all. Paul helps with his creative brain and mind, and he'll he'll probably be more hands on from now on. But that goes for this podcast. That goes for talking teaspoons with me and Pilar. The only one that I can actually get clips out of is the one that I do because I'm just talking about random topics. That was me. I tapped this on accident. Uh, I got scared. <laughs> you thought it was you thought it was uh you thought it was actual speed under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he was going to show you that meat, huh? I already saw it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Can't surprise me again. So once a week, y'all. Once a week. I think our episodes will drop Wednesday. I'm thinking Wednesday because I'm thinking about doing mine Monday, Pilar and ours Tuesday, and then. Uh, Talking Teaspoons on Tuesday. Talking Teaspoon Tuesday, JD Radio Mondays, JD and Podcast Wednesdays. Just because those first three days of the week are the ones that most people listen to podcasts on. I could do all three on Monday, but that's. I could. 
That's a lot of listening. That's a lot of listening. And I don't know. It's also too many podcasts. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I want to do so many podcasts, y'all. I just like I like that what we started because we we started this back in 2014, 2013 time. Back when I had wild hair. And I forgot that we actually did like a guest episode. We had TBH on. Only one. We should do more. Well, we know a lot of. We had Balvin and, and Gabe, but. We had Balvin and Gabe on one, but we know people in the gaming industry. Like, I have connections to, like, Jeff Keeley and... The GOAT. I know, uh, what's the his E3 name? The E3 Killer. The E3 Killer. <laughs> Shout out to I, Jeff Keeley. I also know, um, like, what's his face who, uh, from... Uh, used to work at IGN. Uh, Greg Miller. I know Greg Miller. I know Jeff Keeley. I know, uh, I know, I mean, you know, I know a lot of random gaming personalities, so... If y'all ever want us to have an episode with a gaming personality or a dev, we, we should we should have uh, reached out to the Bomber Cyberfunk people and asked them. Uh, to, we could have we could have got them. I could still probably get them to talk about it, but I'm saying I probably have access to people like that. People at Nintendo, maybe. If y'all want Miyamoto, I definitely cannot get Miyamoto. Well, don't, don't tell them that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I can't, but I met him once. I could get like his representative. I could. I could get a representative of Miyamoto if possible. Unless Henry ruined it by bum rushing him at E3 that one. Oh year. my God, bro! Do we have footage? Of, we don't have footage of that. We, we have footage but, of that. Yeah, <laughs> we're off topic. Uh, by the way, today's episode we are talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie Mutant, Mutant Mayhem. Mayhem. But let's get into this little quick story because it's hella funny. E3, what 2011 or 12? They're all they all blend together. They all blend together. Uh, our friend Henry Big Hen Dog Yoro was with us and at the end of e3 miyamoto was waiting by his uh with his he was with wasn't he with doug bowser i think it was with bowser he and, was yeah and somebody else built it was bill trenton trenton bill trenton i think doug bowser and miyamoto are waiting for their caravan to take them home after finishing e3 and our friend henry is like he you know i mean listen i'm not mad at henry for doing it because at the end of the day it's miyamoto and he was just like, he looked at us like, yo, like, you know, the God is here, Mario, all this. And then he was like, I'm going to take a pick. <laughs> and, and we were like, yeah, for sure, go get it. But the funny thing was, is that his team, Miyamoto's team of, but I think it was, uh, what'd you say? Bill Trenton? Bowser, Bill Trenton. Bill Trenton looked at Henry and was kind of like, hey, man, sorry, no more photos for the day, something, something. And <laughs> <laughs> and Henry was like, Henry was like, yeah, yeah, okay, for sure. Hey, I'm Miyamoto, and he just, he just, he just got, he got Miyamoto. Miyamoto was like, hmm, in the photo. He was like, and he just looked at the camera, and he got that. I think I also did that because I have a photo with him where I know that they said, hey, no more photos, and yeah, low key, we disrespected his pro his uh, How personal dare space. You interrupt the God space. <laughs> we, I mean, listen, it, listen, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. But also, at that one moment, I didn't know that I was going to get a sit-down interview with him. And uh, Ten Tenzo, is that his name? Uh, I might, uh, From who helped him create Super Mario Brothers. Uh, They're on the back of my Nintendo Switch. I have it, I have it in, in the wide. Hold on, I'll go get it. Keep talking, Paul. <laughs> Those shorts scared me for a second. Bro, I'm not, my dick ain't coming out, bro. You don't know that. We get no, some might slip out. Takashi Tezuka, my bad. Oh, Tezuka. Oh, Tezuka. My bad. There it Ooh. is. The, Shut off. There it is. Tezuka 
and Miyamoto, I definitely should get this thing like you should plex probably frame that. I should get it plexiglassed, but I haven't done it yet. And these have already started. They smudged once or twice. There's a way to get them to unsmudge, but uh, this is very cool. Shout out to my friends at Nintendo who hooked me up with that interview. You can go see that whole uh, interview. I think we played uh, Super Mario Maker 2 together. I think that's what it was. Mario and Maker. you can go watch that on my YouTube channel, Run JD Run. But uh, yeah, Tezuka's name started to smudge a bit, but Miyamoto's is still intact. So this is a cool little memento that. Yeah, um, you need to frame that. Yeah, like li like yeah. You mean frame like literally put it in a picture frame? Yeah, that or would be like, oh, I, I, or like or like a display case. I think I'll actually do that soon because there's a there's a frame store near me, so I'll actually get that done. All right, cool. Well, that's a little story time thing. Put this over here. That was my first Nintendo Switch, by the way. That was the first one I ever got. You can mod that one. Uh, I mean, excuse me. What? Let's <laughs> go. Hey, what? What? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, no, no! I've upset. I've upset somebody. I've Polly! Ups no, Mario. What did you say, Polly? I did not say anything, Mario. Polly, Polly, Polly. You know, I know you since you were a baby, Polly. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean. How anything. dare you talk about I... modification? A Is... Super Mario mod. What is that? We don't, what is that? We don't know. I don't, I'm sorry, Mario. I, I didn't mean to disrespect you. I'm no, just no, saying no, 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 that no. it's possible. No, 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 no. It's possible. Possible. possible to do things, to make, me? To, to help your experience on your console experience. a little bit. Experience. A little bit better, Mario. No, 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 no. Yeah. You experience the game the way it comes. No, no, no. And also, this is not a racist. It's not meant to be disrespectful. This is me. This is me, Mario. Okay. <laughs> what the what the hell is so funny, Paul? Nothing. You. you <laughs> what did you say about the modification? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. What is happening, Mario? It's me. It's me. <laughs> Okay. You see me, Mario? <laughs> you know, modify your Nintendo Switch. You get ready to spend more money on Nintendo Switch 2. Hopefully. What the... What the Hopefully. <laughs> I will beat the brakes off of you, boy. Mario, I just want... You think uh, it's a game? I want to play your games in 4K, Mario. Who needs a 4K? It's about the experience. In 720p? In the 720. Yahoo! It's me, Mario. Ahoy! All right. You just miss Mario. He, I just miss Mario. Where did he go? He well, was, he was our, her, our third guest. Man, <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that, was a, that was great, man. Super Mario was here. That's crazy. Shout out to uh, Miyamoto, Tezuka. Shout out to them. All right. Uh, Charlie Day, Chris Pratt. Hmm? Chris Pratt. All right, we are probably 30 minutes into our one-hour episode, so we should probably start talking about Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles. Mutant <laughs> Mayhem. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant. Sing it with me. Ninja, Ninja Turtle. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. Damn it, when the evil shredder attacks, 
There's something that they'll have no slack. Is it cut no slack? I think so. Here on the half show. I was watching last night of the toys that made us. Oh, you watched that again? I never watched the Turtles episode. Oh, man, that, that show is amazing if you yeah. haven't seen it. The Toys That Made Us is a great show where they break down toys from the 90s. And they should have kept it all focused on toys. They started doing the movies that made us and some other they, stuff. They have other things. They have toys that made us. They have movies that made us. And then they have, they have a High third? Score, which is like video game stuff. Wasn't High Score the documentary? No, it was like it was gaming stuff. So same people. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, no, it's if you ever watched... Watch it. I got. I was like, I wanted to buy all those toys again. I was like, dude, I had those. We had a lot of those, especially the Power Rangers episode. I was like, I had those. Yeah, and the, then my the ones that got tr- divorced. <laughs> God damn, that got sad. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> 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 and then my parents got divorced, and the toys what split up between the household. Whenever we moved, they disappeared. I mean, I guess that's just a packing issue. That's not really divorce, but sure. I guess. Um, all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. It just recently came out. Me, Paul, our homie Gabe, we all went and saw it. And from beginning to end, it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I would prefer it to be an actual series than a movie. Yeah, TV show. But, like, I really enjoyed everything about it. Just the animation. It's the animation. The animation was so cool because... I think I saw a a small interview where they talked about how they made it look the way that it looked because they were specifically trying to go for that unfinished teenage like art type of look where, you know, like a teenager is like a growing artist, especially ones that genuinely do art and animation. So it was supposed to almost uh, reflect and emulate what art of like a young teen would be creating if they were making it, you know, doodling in their notebook or drawing in sketch pads or I don't know, trying something different with uh, their artistic uh, experience. So that was yeah. cool. No, it's, it's, it just doesn't, it doesn't look like anything you've ever seen before. Like you can see the inspiration from like Spider-Verse from it, but they made it their own style. Mm-hmm. It's like, it never, nothing was clean. It's just dark and dingy, but also kept the like real spirit of the turtles. Yeah. About it, and that's what I really enjoyed about it. But I also like the fact that the teenagers were actual kids. Yeah, they were, they were, yeah, they were, they were, this is the first time they've ever been voice acted by real teens, too? Yes. Yeah, because all the kids are voice, they're all young actors. I I don't, I don't know all of them. I knew the one from The Shy, because I watched The Shy. He played Michelangelo. Oh. You. Chi. Is what I call yeah, it. you don't watch, you don't support black uh, entertainment. I watch Snowfall. <laughs> you don't, you watch Snowfall. I did. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's I good. All of it. That's good. Yeah, Snowfall. Snowfall. Yeah, the oh. ending was crazy. Yeah, oh, so sad. Season five was weird. I and watched then, Empire. Did you though? You watched Empire. You sat through. You sat through what I think was one season. I saw. I saw it all. No, you didn't. You saw it all on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> you sat through like one and a half seasons, and then you were like, "I can't deal with this no more, Cookie." <laughs> now listen here, Cookie. I'm gonna make my raps. Sorry, turtles, turtles. Yeah, let's focus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the story of it. Um, I mean, 
I mean, this is kind of like a review and whatnot. Not, I mean, you probably more. It's 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 the good old it's the good old story of a story turtles. of a story of a story. They these things get remade so often, especially turtles. They have like a new series every four to five years. Yeah, something new pops off. So like you, you know what the turtles are? Four turtles in New York get hit with the ooze. Yeah, that's true. And then they go on adventures, but this one's mostly about them. Wanting to actually be accepted from the broader world. It's about growing up, truthfully, it's just, and getting accepted by the people who you admire, but you feel like they would hate you because of who you are. It is. And I kind of like that, actually, the most when it comes to this movie. It, it, it was the first time that I feel like I've ever seen the Turtles care about wanting to be a part of society. That, yeah. was, that was new. That was a new, not really new, but it was like a plot point where they kind of for for i mean they've always kind of touched on that and had like oh man wish wish i wasn't a, a big old greasy looking ass turtle so i could go um to high school the high school part was interesting but it's more just the fact that they wanted to actually uh what's the word coexist with humanity because they thought everything that, that that humans were doing was really cool and <laughs> splinter what <laughs> just Get go out the table milk you. <laughs> oh yeah, the milking thing. That was that was uh that was oh a that was a goofy that was a well <laughs> that was a goofy plot point that actually made sense with time because a, 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 eventually they they finally uh, milked them, which was so weird. And I was like <laughs> I was like, bro, this is uh this is a weird, uh funny <laughs> way to to pay off a joke. Pay off a joke. You know what I didn't realize is the lady who was milking them, her last name was Utram. Did you notice that? Mm -mm. Yeah, so I think she might be a Krang in disguise. Uh, Shredder. Is that how the Krangs well, talk? That's Krangs used to talk in the original one from the kids. Oh, yeah. So who knows? They are setting it up for a sequel, obviously. So this, if this is like the template that they're going for, I'm down for it mm -hmm. because now we have another Avengers-like team going forward. Avengers team? What do you mean by that? Well, don't want to spoil the movie, but all of the... the Are you mean like at the end of the movie? Yeah, so like they're building like another like Marvel-ish franchise, which could possibly spin off other people. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't... Like, spin off into what? Like TV shows and other TV stuff? TV shows, other movies, shorts. Like they could do a lot with what they, what they set up in this movie. This is true. What they set up in the movie can definitely be spun into a lot of different things. And I mean, even the way they kind of uh, kind of rehash the story from the perspective of it being what's his name? Uh, Super, Superfly being his own character. Yeah. I found Baxter Stockman. Yeah, because Baxter Stockman is what I guess you would say created all of this stuff. He created the mutagen. Yeah. And the ooze. And he was building it out in his lab. They didn't really give a reason for why he was doing that, but they did. No. They just they just showed him being like a like a you know overcomplicated like nerdy scientific professor. Like I have to make this thing. And uh, what's his name voiced him, which was really cool. John John Carlo Esposito, Gus Fring, aka Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, aka uh, uh, what's the movie by Spike Lee? Do the right thing. I forgot his character. Was it Do the Right Thing or? Yeah, that's the one where they. Uh... They killed Radio Rahim. Is that the one where his sneakers got stepped on? I think so. The, no, that's I, the, that's why is there no black people on the wall? Nah, what is that's that? That movie. What movie is that? It, it, do the right thing. Do the right. They 
Yeah, I guess I guess it is. They they remade they remade a Spike Lee TV show. Is that what that was? Nah, that's not the one. You know the show I'm talking I'm about. I'm trying to go. I'm going through my brain. And, and it's got that it's got that Latino dude who's in the new Transformers, and he was also part of uh, Hamilton. Hamilton. I can't remember what the movie is. Alexander Hamilton. Off the top of my head. Uh, damn, I can't remember what the movie is. I don't know. He but got game. I'm trying to think. Uh, no, he got game. No, but listen, it's starring just starring Ray Allen. Huh? Starring Ray Allen. Yeah, I just remember my thing is just that uh, if you've ever seen the scene where the dude said he stepped on my sneakers, it's funny because they cut to the wrong shoe and the wrong shoe is the one that was stepped on. And it didn't make sense because the dudes passed him on the other side. And my brain is like, eh, that's, a, that's a film edit. That's a continuity. film edit. That's a continuity, continuity. editor. That's a, that's a weird. I don't even know why I even thought to bring that up. But it's just something I thought of. But yeah, I mean, the way the movie starts off where you got Baxter Stockman going through his lab. And I, how many years before that? 15, right? 15. Yeah, 15 years where Baxter Stockman is messing with the mutagen, messing with the ooze. And then he gets jumped by he gets raided by this company tcri which is the original name of the the i guess group that is in the comics that i think i don't know i don't think they're a cover for the krang but they were i think in this story or i think they are a cover for the krang i don't i should know the whole thing but it's been so long since i really kept everything always switches in between shows so it's yeah the last the last time that i even sat back and really caught up with ninja turtles was the 2012 version um, the one that was on Nickelodeon, they're all on Nickelodeon, but the one where they were like 3D, I like that one. That one was cool. That one was really good. The last one that came out was good too. That one was I good. I was from it, I was like, that looks awesome. Have you watched it? No. I watched the first, um, I think, I watched the first like seven episodes. Uh, the, the character designs are strange and interesting, but... It was a good show, and it was crazy animated. Like I was like, "Boy, this is this is on some Naruto right yeah, here." Yeah, I saw one clip of them just going ham on Shredder, and I was like, "Oh, I should probably watch the show." And yeah, I think never it's, got back to it. I think it's on Netflix, and it's a really it's a really well done uh, version of the Ninja Turtles. I think it's actually really cool. But it's um, in the beginning of that series. You know, you got TCRI. They raid them. They try to get Baxter Stockman because I think uh, whatever Utram wants the ooze or ooze. wants the, mu the ooze. Ooze sounds better. And he has his pet fly, which is supposed to originally combine with him to create. What's his fly character name? Just Baxter Stockman. Oh, yeah. He just stays as Baxter Stockman the whole time, I think. I think that's the name. Tyler Perry. Did Tyler Perry play him? What do you yes, say? Yes, he did. In the Michael Bay movies. Oh, Tyler bro. Perry listen, was hold Baxter on. Stockman. Hold on. We're not. <laughs> Those aren't canon, bro. We're not. Did you like those? Yeah, I like the first one where they fought Shredder on the roof. That scene was dope. Why did they make? Why did they make their? Why did they make? Why did they give them those those pig nose? Those noses, those those oink. Oh, it's still weird. Little Shreks. Little little Shrekies. That's what that was the, the joke from the movie. Little is that what it they, is? They called them little Shreks because it's what people used to call the Michael Bay Transformers when they first got unveiled. Baby Shrek. It's like, look at the little Shreks. I guess. Um, but yeah, so I just remember that that scene was interesting, how they didn't make Baxter Stockman the fly. Instead, they made the fly its own character separated from Baxter Stockman, who transformed into like, oh, <laughs> the transformations and the art was really cool. But the only problem I had is like, yo, the characters in this movie are ugly as hell. 
and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to people who don't look super pretty, but they went out of their way to make all of the all the humans genuinely ugly, and the mutants looked somewhat normal. Not really. It was more like some the, the the turtles looked the best out of everybody. Yeah, and then everyone in between that looked just crazy. And 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 uh, Splinter's Jerry curl. <laughs> Yo, Splinter for real did have a Jerry curl. That was kind of tight. Um, but I liked it, man. I don't know. I liked I I liked how they went about it and how they went from the fifteen I guess the fifteen year uh, gap between when. The mutagen got technically what flushed down the sewers, mm-hmm. and then it, it started hitting off different people. It hit uh, Splinter, uh, Splinter, Leatherhead, all these characters, characters that I don't the even weird mollusk thing. That yeah, that that was a character though. That yeah, that that was a weird character that actually existed in the Turtle universe that I wasn't aware of. Um, but the fifteen year gap was cool. I think a lot of people had issues with the fact that the martial arts story was so contrived and like lacked a lot of uh personal growth i understand that but also it's a kid teenage mutant ninja turtles it's not supposed to be taking that serious the fact that they learned from youtube is hilarious it was no it was fun well he, he didn't didn't splinter he what did he do he watched a lot of like old was it old vhs tapes old vhs tapes and then in watching the old VH- VHS tapes, he was like, you know, almost doing his like wax on, wax off, learning how to <laughs> learning how to become a, a, a master and doing like the, the typical yeah. stuff. And another funny thing about it is like they're showing Jackie Chan clips when Jackie yeah. Chan is the voice of Splinter. So like, oh, that's a cool callback, a cool callback. And they gave him a legit Jackie Chan fight scene, which is hilarious to me. They did. I think they actually pulled from like like animated what was yeah. a Jackie Chan scene from one of his earlier movies. Because there's, there's a lot of Jackie Chan, and I'm standing there, I was like, "Huh, that's funny." And Gabe Gabe didn't know it was Jackie Chan. So oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> bro! The whole time we're watching the movie, uh, we were like, "Dang, Jackie Chan's killing it!" And Gabe was like, "Dude, Jackie Chan, dude, who's where's Jackie Chan?" And I was, we were like, "Yeah, bro, Jackie Chan voices Splinter. What are you talking about?" <gasps> I was, like, I was like, you didn't get the fact that they gave him a legit Jackie Chan fight scene to Splinter because it's Jackie Chan. He's like, oh, dude, I didn't know. Yeah, Gabe did. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our boy Gabe. Um, but all in all, I mean, I thought I thought that that way that they progressed the story was pretty cool. And yeah, it was very heavy on the we are teenage kids who want to live a teenage life and by living a teenage life that means we want to go to high school we want to you know go to prom date a a woman date a date a woman (laughs) date leo wants leo wants to date uh april he's he's smitten he was smitten off of he was smitten off of april but before even being smitten it was more just like they they were even just they just wanted to hang out with teenagers that were kind of like their age because they went to that uh what was it that movie night it was like they went to the like movie in the park yeah the drive-in movie in the park situation and i thought that that was really well done and just showed it it just showed like like young adolescents it showed like hey this is the type of stuff that not all kids want to participate in i would feel like i feel like this almost because they didn't put like a year on it did they no 
They were watching Ferris Bueller. Yeah, they were watching Ferris Bueller, but it, it felt like the nostalgia of this is what kids who are growing up in the 90s and early 2000s wish they could be doing at a time. But obviously they did. They Well, no, it was it was a, supposed to be a modern take because they had cell phones. They, did have they had social media. They had all that stuff. And the 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 what was it? That one part where Splinter, you know, the kids kept looking through the sewers up into the lights to see Times Square. And they they wanted to go see what life was. And then when they finally <laughs> when they finally got through, uh, Splinter showed them Times Square. And then I thought that was weird how the humans were cr like crazy against like seeing the them. I mean, they are mutants, so I get it. A giant man rat walking <laughs> down the street. I mean, they were in Times Square. I thought they thought people would I thought people would think it was a costume or the something. The dude touched him. That's how he knew he was. But why real. that 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 if, I think that's the part that didn't make sense to me. I'm like, why would you touch him? You wouldn't touch any of the other costumed people. For some reason, you went out of your way to touch this dude. And then it was like, oh, such such an authentic costume. Oh, it's real. It's real. Ah! A giant man rat. They already have the size of uh, rats. The size man of rat or rat man. Mm. Makes you think. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was sad because he flipped them turtles up off of his uh, off his lap and they started rolling on the floor like like ping pong balls. <laughs> Next uh. thing you know, one of them almost got hit. But. That, but yeah, well, Splinter's whole issue with humans is that they treated him like garbage the entire time. And it was nothing like, well, the Ratatouille movie. He said, don't call me Ratatouille because <laughs> Ratatouille was a servant to humans. And yeah, I, I mean, I get it. It's racism, man. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's legit the story of a parent who went through like the Jim Crow South. You know, everybody hates us. Everybody wants to kill us because of our skin color. But the kids are like, the times are different now, old man. We want to see the world. The world is integrated now. I want to be a part of the world. So Splinter's like, no, they going to kill us. <laughs> is that your Splinter voice? No. <laughs> I, can't do, I can't do my Splinter voice because that's. No, they going to kill that, us. That's my black Splinter. That's, black, that's your black Splinter. It's black Splinter. <laughs> black Yeah, anyways. Splintrell? It's like black Splintation. Latrell Splintrell. <laughs> yeah, but. um. It's 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 the story of like integration, kind of with the kids. Like we want to yeah, be a part I of the world, it. and the parents are like, "No, nah, I'm afraid they're going to kill you." But in this case, they're going to milk you. <laughs> Dude, that milking thing was hella funny. That that they paid that off so well. I was like, I was like, what the heck do they mean by milking? And <laughs> where the question is, where did the milk come? Where was the milk coming from? Their shells? That was so strange. It's the but booty so, hole. I hope not. Booty milk. I hope the booty milk. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think where the story went in after. Well, they 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 finally escape. They they're doing well. They uh, go on those errands. Errands, look, watching uh, to NEF getting nachos and Doritos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they went on the errands for Splinter, and then they randomly met. They they met April because her bike got stolen, right? Mm. Or wasn't there something else that? I, th I forgot that what set happened. it off. I, for I forget why we saw this a week no, ago. No, they were playing. They're they're throwing the ninja uh, the ninja star. Oh yeah, the, the ninja, ninja star, star hit her. her in the helmet. It hit her in the helmet. Yeah, and then she totally said, "Whoever you are, blah blah blah." But then while her bike was on the floor, she was yelling at them at a yeah, rooftop, and then, and then stole her scooter. Yeah, stole her scooter. Randomly, they chased down these people. Did they? Was that gang connected to? They someone? were connected to the Superfly. 
Yes, that's what it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. Because the whole plot of the story from Superfly's point of view is that he wanted to turn everybody into mutants so that he they could uh, assimilate with. Well, it wouldn't be humanity. They wanted to make mutants. He wanted to turn all the animals into mutants like them. So that oh, they could it was make, animals, yeah. Or the animals, the mutants, so that they could take over and then kill all the humans or use the humans as pets. Yeah, that's the thing, because they were saying if we become the dominant species, then humans will have to listen to us, and then we will put them under our control. And it was kind of kind of savage the way he was talking about it, because they were like, well, what if what if they rise up against you? Because remember, the turtles were trying to like talk them down. And he, he was like, oh, well, then, you know, they probably going to get murdered. <laughs> and it was, no, excuse me, it was Ice Cube. Oh, yeah, man, they going, hey, bro, hey, <laughs> hey, what, hey, damn, daddy, why they do that to me for? Like, he was, he was, Ice Cube was Ice Cube as hell in that Ice movie. Cube was Ice Cube, like, it, like, he's a, he's a legend, but, like, when I was hearing his voice coming out of that, I was like, I can't hear, I can't, I can't see him as a character. That's just Ice Cube. <laughs> That's just Ice Cube as a giant fly. It was it was definitely Ice Cube as a giant fly, just telling it like it is. He was just like, "Oh yeah, now nah, we are we gonna have to murk them folks. They gotta go." Like when they were explaining, he's like, "Yeah, we went to the surface world, and some dude tried to press me, and you know what? I beat his ass." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was the funniest part where he said, "Cause you know it was the the parallel between him and Splinter, how they both hate humans, but he was saying that." He was like, hey, man, we one in the same, except you a sucker when you do it. You a punk. I ain't no punk. And like, I low he started feeling for Ice Cube towards the back end of the movie where all of the all the mutants started uh, going up against him. It was Wing, Wingnut, uh, Leatherhead, Mondo Gecko, Mondo Gecko, Bebop, Rocksteady. They were all trying to push him and get rid of him. And he was like, hey, man, what's he was like, man, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all <laughs> tripping and low key. They were kind of tripping because he was like, they never going to accept you, cuz. Like, why Why are y'all doing this? That's what he said. He said, why are, are y'all doing, doing this? And I was like, damn, Ice Cube, I feel bad for my boy. You know why? Because today was a good day. Click, clink. <laughs> it was a bad day for him. I know. Um, and then, I mean, there's there's different parts of the story, but I think that they kind of held it together. Like, they had that really dope montage where they were fighting against all the different crime bosses. That so, was my favorite scene so that the they So that they could... Yeah, that was... that was. I would say, I aesthetically, fight-wise, because, you know, they were supposed to be kind of like bumbling teenagers for a majority of the film. And then they started to actually pick up and understand their skills as martial artists. And I think it started to get more into the vein of what Ninja Turtles represents at that point. Yeah. And when they started, like, fighting all those bad guys in those different scenarios, I thought that that was, like, real tight part. But it's just the way that that was animated was so cool to me is because it's four separate fights, but it's edited to be one. Yeah, yeah. And it's all one continuous shot, but it's all four different things happening. And each turtle is doing a different move but the same way i don't i it's hard to explain no for sure the transitions were crazy so dope yeah and it's set to no diggity yeah i don't love that the song but that random song yeah one of my favorites though it's like a fight scene to no diggy i would have never thought about that yeah i don't black Street. i will i low-key wish they would have swapped out that song for like annie up i thought yeah i i, I thought it was fun but i also kind of was just kind of like i was like the vibe of this song with the fighting works but it was like 
Y'all could have went with like a way more hype song. This is kind of like R&B slow jam move your groove, your groove thing. I didn't love that. But they, saved, but they saved Annie up for the climax of the movie. Yeah, they did. They saved Annie up for the end of the movie. That's true. Um, but no, either way, all the way through the fight scene from beginning to end, even just that specific montage was really well done. And I know that they took a lot of references from 90s hip hop. And R&B, like that was, I guess, maybe maybe that's just Seth Rogen's favorite generation. <laughs> I love smoking weed back in the 90s, man. <laughs> He's, he, did a, he did a good job with this, with this revamp. I will say, um, because, you know, there was like stupid controversy about how they were like, April's ugly, fat, and black. Uh, I didn't like that. I didn't like, I didn't like that they, first off. You didn't off, like fat black April? No. Stop, bro. That's not what I said. I didn't like mm -hmm. that people were saying that about her. But when I saw the movie, my brain put two and two together. And I was like, okay, yeah, April looks different. Sure. She, she's, a natural, she's a natural black woman. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. And Our, April has always been black. You know, except for the 80s cartoon. Uh, well, you know, they counter there's like different counter responses to that. Like there's a few theories. There's a theory that April was dating a uh, excuse me. One of the writers was dating a black woman or like light skin uh, mixed woman. And she had whatever curly hair. But then another dude, the the other guy said, no, she was always meant to be a white woman. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I went back and forth with people on this because I re reacted to the original trailer and it was just one of the things where I'm like, what does it matter? It's a freaking movie about huge turtles. mutant turtle ninja teenagers. Why do y'all care about well, racism? That's why I care. They care because at the end of the day, black people shouldn't be in things I love. <laughs> April's, April's only character of traits that I remember is she was cute, a news reporter, and she wore a yellow jumpsuit. That's all that matters to me. And she, and she likes the news, you know? Her throw-up scene was weird. <laughs> that was... That threw me off, but also was like hella funny, like the way that they put that put that together. I, I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I was just like, "Oh, Ooh. this is okay. This is go it was went on long." It went, but that's yeah, yeah. Puke girl, shout out to puke girl. Puke girl, yeah, yeah. That was funny, but no, uh, no. I've really enjoyed this movie though. If you if you can go see it, go see it in the theaters with like a group of people. Yeah, we were we were in the theater, you know, me, you, Gabe, and we also were in the theater with also what felt to be like uh, nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were like sitting there, and there were other dudes and the and girls and ladies, everybody in the crowd who was just like, whoa, like you know, certain parts had people pretty hyped. So I I enjoyed it from beginning to end thoroughly. I thought it was really good. But yeah, enjoy it. Uh, like '90s hip hop and movies is like becoming a a big trend. I'm noticing because it was also part of Bumblebee as well. I didn't. Oh, the Bumblebee, his solo movie. Yeah, uh, uh, not Bumblebee. What's the last? The I last missed, Transformers. Oh, I, the, movie. oh, the Beast Wars. The Beast Wars. I auditioned for the Bumblebee one, and I got a call back, and then I didn't get anything. But it was funny because I, I feel like I gave them what they wanted. and They were like, "All right, cool. Let's go get a. Let's go get a. Uh, let's go get Anthony. Let's Rock, go. John yeah, Cena. let's go get. Let's go get a celebrity to go do that let's voice. Get John Cena. I forgot who I was. I think I was like Road something. I don't. I don't know who it was. Road. I'm trying to think of Road. Roadside. I didn't see the Bumblebee. So I've got the voiceover. Uh, audition in my what's it called and they were like that sounds good and but it was weird I don't know why voice for some voice acting auditions before the strike they were they liked when I did this like it was like a coo -coo -coo -coo. come on let's get going I, I don't know what I did but it was something along those lines and then they called me back and they were like hey that was great can you do one where you do maybe more your natural voice and I was like my natural voice ain't gonna sound like no 
freaking transformer. transformer. You should have put a filter on it. No, but that, beep, no, beep, but that's the thing. I I've done auditions where, like, when I do my voice acting auditions, I'll go back and forth between two different takes. I'll give them what I think they want, which is usually like me kind of manipulating my voice to sound like what I think the character represents. And then I'll do one where it's my natural voice. But my natural voice to me never makes sense for some of these characters. Like I, t- I told you I did the Looney Tunes uh, University cartoon. Can you talk about that? I, I already showed them the whole goddamn docket. I didn't care. Oh, okay. It's out. It came out. Oh, I didn't. And you know, know who they booked? John Cena. No, they booked my homie who I asked, who I asked for help on the audition. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, yo, not that that matters, but he already he had already been voicing, I think, uh, Bus, Buster... Excuse me. He had been voicing Bugs, Bugs. Bunny, Daffy Duck, and a few other characters uh, over the last few years for the cartoon on uh, Cartoon Network. And then he also was in the movie Space Jam, but he played different characters. Like he'll he'll go between like Sylvester, Daffy Duck, Bugs, and then sometimes they'll bring back the OG dude who did Bugs in Space Jam to do it, the original one. Okay. I think his name is Jeff Bergman. I could be wrong. I, I think that's something I like that. I was going to say, if it was Mel Blank, he's a zombie. No, 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 no. Not, not Mel Blank. The people who came after him. But uh, my buddy Eric Bowser. Shout out to Eric Bowser. That's the homie. I, I love my boy Eric. But it was just, I got to hit him up and I want him to come sit down. And, <laughs> I want him to come sit down and chat with me and I want to be like, hey, yo, so you know we got beef, right? <laughs> like, just jokingly. Because he'd be like, nah, what happened? I'll be like, I, obviously, he didn't take a role from me. I think it's just they heard all their options, and then they were like, eh, "Probably easier to get somebody that we yeah, already we have." Know. Like, because he's all like, mind you, he's already working on another or multiple animated shows for Warner Brothers and Looney Tunes, and then they as were like, "As Bugs Bunny, the, a, as the franchise. Bugs, yeah, he's already Bugs." So they're like, "Huh? Well, maybe we could just get Eric to do Buster too," and because they swapped him, he didn't play Bugs in this show. He played Buster and I think two other characters. Um, but it was just funny because for me, I went, when I got that original, it was it was um, they call these things uh, uh, specific request auditions, meaning someone at the studio or the casting director knows you and your work. And they're like, I think that this person would be great for this job. But, le- you know, with that, let me bump them up a little higher on my list of people I want to see if see. see in the audition process. And I, I, you know, I did my audition and I, I went on Twitch and I played it for, um, I just played the audition for Twitch because I was just like, it's out now. Who cares? Um, I won't showcase anything before, but we went on Twitch and I showed them like the, there's already animated a- animatics and everything's done. I showed them what the character block looked like. I didn't show like what it had listed or any information, but I just showed them the picture of Buster and I, I'd show them my audition where I was like, hey, it's Buster Bunny. And it was like really high pitch and funny and who? And then, uh. And then uh, I think it was just funny because I was like, damn, bro, they casted my boy who helped me with my audition. Because when I got that audition, I was like, oh, this is crazy. The dude who plays Bugs Bunny, who already works for Warner Brothers, I was like, I'm curious to ask his opinion on how I should go about this audition. Just That's like the one time I've ever even done that for a voice acting audition. I don't usually do that. But I was just like, hey, you got access to a person who could probably give you some insight. Why not? Yeah. And then we sat down. We did a Zoom call. For like for like an hour, we chopped it up. I told him how I thought the voice sounded so in my head. Taking notes of sabotage. No, no, the, the, no. But I would say I would definitely not that. Only because his voice sounds nothing like. Well, actually, no. I I have to watch the show. I think it's out. But the voice that he ended up doing was a little bit more deeper, from what I heard. But then I listened to another uh, clip, and it does sound damn near like what I did. Not like 
in a way where he copied more like, oh, yeah, it's just a high pitched little rabbit. Dirty, no, don't shake your head. No, he, dirty he, cheese. no, 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 it's I'm not. Playing. I don't I don't think it's anything like that. I think it's genuinely just a similar to the Simpsons, similar to Family Guy, similar to all these shows. I, shit, similar to Laser Wolf. I played like seven characters on that show. Similar to Sugar and Toys. I had 64 credits on that show. Jeez. I was 64 different characters. And at a certain <laughs> I was no, that was a uh, that was the jellies. The jellies. I was I played Yo the game. Hey, what up, girl? And that's funny because <laughs> I was only referencing that from the time he told me to move the fuck out his way. <laughs> I have to tell I gotta tell that story on stage about how I was at a pool party, which was very strange. And it was like we were coming out of high school. We were maybe 18 going to Grant. Jeez. And my friend Adam had connections with the game and he invited us to a party at his house at the time. And I was waiting. Oh, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting in the doorway uh, looking at my phone back in the day. And I guess out of nowhere, I'm on my phone. I wasn't paying attention to who was in front of me trying to get in the house. And uh, <laughs> it was game. And boy, he walked up to me and I was just on my phone. And he's just standing there because he's, he's, at, he's at his own house. And I'm in the doorway kind of just like, mm, mm. And he looked at me and was like, move. <laughs> and he said the N word. He was like, he was like, move, Negro. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, sorry, Mr. Game, sir. Mr. Game. <laughs> let me let me get up out your way, young <laughs> sir. I got the gold. My my, my bad player. <laughs> that shit was random. Gee, you, wait, he wasn't part of you anymore. No, I think, yeah, I think no. Yeah, because in, in 11th grade, he had made the like 100 miles of running rap where he went, he dissed, he dissed all of a G unit like for 20 minutes. I remember. What, do y'all know that game was in G Unit chat? Does do they know G Unit? Do y'all do y'all know G Unit? Do, do you know Do you know anything past Fifty Cent? That's like the only thing that's lasted. Did you know that the G Unit is responsible for keeping John Cena at the top of the WWE? Wait, what? What are you talking about, John Cena at the top of W? We're going off the rails I right know, now. <laughs> whatever. I, I don't care. It's a podcast. But uh, John Cena's "You Can't See Me." Oh yeah, yeah. That's from, came from Tony, Tony Ayo. Yeah, Tony Ayo is so a, without G Unit. We would not have John Cena. Without John Cena, we won't have a Rocksteady. And without Rocksteady, we won't have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Look at that. Look at together. that boy bring things full circle. Okay, look at this dude. Look, okay, you're trying to get your, get your production on, huh? Get your production on. Love to see it. You can't see me. My time is now. <laughs> so when it comes to that movie, the 90s references were good. What do you, what's your favorite era? I mean, we grew up in the 90s, so for me, it's the 90s. <laughs> but, but if you're, I mean, I don't know if I'm talking about hip-hop or if I'm talking about culturally. I feel like, personally, the 90s was the best amalgamation of maybe just the best things that I think, not like life. Like, there's obviously amazing things that came out of the 70s, the 60s. We're not going to go farther than that. <laughs> maybe just the 70s. Black people can't go past 1970. Yeah, we can't. We can't. So somebody, uh, you know, who? somebody who has that joke? It's uh, what's the name who got canceled? It's a lot of people. Nah, redhead comedian. He's also Latino, and he had the show on FX. And why don't I know my comedy people? Oh my god, this is killing me. Latino, redheaded Latino. He's not Latino. No, he, no, no. He's Andrew white. Santino. He's white. He's white. No, that that's actually pretty good. Oh my god, bro, this is killing me. Cancel for whipping his thing out in front of people and asking to do it. And he made a whole TV show where he made a skit about it. Oh, oh, holy oh, crap! I know what you're talking about. Uh. Louis C.K. That killed me. Wow. Yeah, Louis. You threw me off Latino because I didn't know he was Latino. He's him. Him and Tom Segura have like Latino moms. 
They're both like like Tom Segura does a whole he has a whole special he does in Spanish. Oh, uh huh. And Louis C.K. I think also performs in Spanish. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. But you know that white passing though. Um, but Louis C.K. had a joke where he said, I think it's Louis C.K. has a joke where he said, Oh yeah, I think he says, Oh man, you know time travel be great unless you're black because you can't go backwards. No. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, God damn it, that shit is hilarious. Past 1970. <laughs> you. I mean, shoot. Even then, it's that's it, rough. It's it's risky to go back any further. It's kind of risky. It's risky to be where we are right now. So who knows? Um, all right, but yeah, no. I think I think the '90s is to me the best. Like the um, amalgamation of just like everything that I think, like everything hitting its peak. I think is the '90s. I know technology started to boost in the early 2000s. '90s is the greatest because let me let me let me let me talk to you. We had Ninja Turtles. Yep. Power Rangers, mm-hmm. Beast Wars, yep. Super and N64 and PlayStation starting for the yep. very first time. The real war began. We had, what else did we have? We had Pogs. <laughs> <laughs> we had Pokemon, Pokemon we, cards. Pokemon, Pokemon. Out the, yeah, 98 out here. I remember that vividly. I do too. I, I remember us going to buy red and blue together. At KB Toys. Didn't we go together? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, we went together. I remember. We bought, we bought I remember. Blue. Who took us? Was your my mom. mom? Your mom took us. Went to KB Toys, the same one that I bought Jet Set Radio at much many years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought Mario Party, I think two or one there. But I, I remember these. Mem- man, see, and you can feel what I'm feeling right now. You can feel what I'm feeling right now. This Ow. feel. Oh, your hand. I didn't. I squeezed your hand. It's my arm. It's not. Nah, fully. Well, listen, man. You don't fall. Cyborg. It, we should. We didn't do an update on that. Paul fell into a pool on on accident, and luckily he's he's safe. But he almost broke his. He could have broke more than just his arm. Look look All at that scar his. on his arm. So this is this for, uh, lean lean a little ago. to your left so it's on the vertical. Wait wait wait. Just wait. Use your body to lean. There it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Yee, I'm glad you're okay, buddy. Yeah, I got metal in my arm. I am a cyborg. Is that what's going on? You're I'm a cyborg now. It's a we added a canon event uh, in Spider-Man Spider-Verse terms, but uh, yeah, no, I fell into a ten-foot pool that was empty without water. Remember, no the, water. there was no water in that mug. It's just gravity and concrete. Jesus Christ! Into the sewage too. Into a little bit of sewage, uh, and then how did you how did you brace yourself from that fall? Oh, there was no brace. It no, was, but but like you fell like. I can't even imagine falling 10 feet. That sounds crazy. But, like, when you were going down, did you try to grab the sides? I did tried because, like, we have a little ledge there. I tried to catch myself on the ledge. So it's like, so here's the edge, here's yeah. a little ledge, and then there's the pool. So I tripped forward, and when I saw that, I was like, I can try to catch myself here. Feet hit the thing, slid backwards, but also, for, like, I didn't. This is my body. Yeah. I just fell that way. Did you fall head first in? Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. That's so scary. So I was like, ah. And then luckily, uh, it was belly and arm. And I fell, and I sat there for a few minutes and was started laughing about what just happened. <laughs> well, it's always you, you always have that moment of clarity like, I could have died. You probably, I mean, yeah. stuff like that kind of flashes, and you're like, what a, especially when you get hurt, you're like, what a ridiculous way to hurt myself. Yeah, no, I was laughing about it. I sat there for a yeah. I was in pain. Like I like when I first when I first broke it, I didn't feel 
what have really I didn't happened. feel it, but until like I did the check because you know when you people get hurt, they do like the you move your limbs shit. Yeah. So I was moving my limbs, moving my legs, feet, my legs first, arm, move my right arm, and then I wanted to move my left, and like it just didn't nothing. I was like, oh, that feels weird. And then I tried to touch my arm, but like, okay, I can show you on this arm because like here's my elbow cap. So it's here. It mm-hmm. was back here. So like this shifted back. Wait, wait, show that again. So it went from here. Uh-huh. Where it usually is it's up here. Oh, yeah. So like, I knew immediately. I was like, because you could touch where my elbow would be, yeah. and there was just nothing there. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> was just <laughs> shit, bro. I hate that. Yeah. No, so I'm, but I'm yeah. sitting there poking it. I'm like, oh, damn, I broke my shit. Oh god. I'm how sad. was what? How was the shock for you? Yeah, I didn't feel it. Like in the sense of just like realizing what happened. Uh, that's why I started laughing. I was like, oh shit, like it broke my shit. Started laughing about it. Yeah. And then my mom heard me because, like, when I first fell, I was like, ugh, because, like, all the wind got knocked out. Wait, what was that noise? Uh, <laughs> you, wait, you, you don't make, you don't. <laughs> I don't scream because like, I fell because, like, when I hit the ground, like, all the air in my body got knocked out of my body. Yeah. So it's like, ugh, <laughs> trying to catch my breath and shit. <laughs> and my mom's like, what happened? <laughs> Sorry. <She's> like, <laughs> Like a thwomp. <laughs> like a thwomp. So, like, my mom's like, oh, my God, what happened? What happened? I was like, I fell. Obviously. I fucked up. <laughs> that fucking up. Uh, that WWE clip. Uh, but no, Holy like I fell. Crap. sat there. And she's like, what do I do? Oh, my gosh. What do you mean? What do you do? Call a fucking ambulance. <laughs> she's just like, what, like, can you walk? I was just like, yeah. She's like, what do you need from me? I was just like, just get me some water. <laughs> just give me some get water. Get me out of this fucking pool, I, I like, man. Because, like. It was hot, too. I was like, just give me some water. She gave me some water. Got up. Sat there for about, like, five more minutes after I drank the water. Popped a uh, ibuprofen. I thought you were going to say edible. No. <laughs> not yet. Get lit. That was later that night. But um, took an ibuprofen. Got up. Walked out the pool. Went into the bathroom. Took a shower. And yeah. then I went to the hospital. Waited about four hours for them just to tell me what I already knew. Your elbow's broken. No shit. Yeah. And so we did that, and then uh, they put it in a brace. And then about a month later, three weeks later, we had surgery on this bad boy. And now you're where they put. We a, can rebuild him. Pretty much. So like. We can make him stronger. My elbow's attached by plates, so if, like it's attached from here, all the way to here. And if you feel, you can feel where the plate ends and my bone begins. Mm. It's weird. Do you want to feel it? Sure, I'll feel it. Why not? Feel that shit. Where, ugh, that feels weird. Yeah, that feels strange. And then, yeah, I can feel the metal though. Right, I can here, feel the rods. Feel you can feel the drop off. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because your your thing separated, so they couldn't connect it back with just muscle tissue. It yeah, literally no, is literally attached by. You are the bionic man by metal. Goodness gracious, Paul. Well, thank goodness that you're safe. Well, that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, Shout out, and also people, if you haven't already, make sure you have health insurance. Yeah. For, for people Did you who, not have it? No, I have it. Okay. For sure. But like just knowing what I paid for my surgery compared to what I could have paid for my surgery. But you know what? I heard that sometimes that they overcharge you when you do have health insurance. And if you don't have it, they can't charge you as much because they if they because if because if they don't have a insurer to back up the payment, then I don't know. I I've I've seen I've seen different I've seen different uh conversations about that where some people say you do need it and you don't need it. But 
I mean, I got it, and it's expensive. That's all I know. It is. Or actually, I won't have it for much longer because uh, we're on strike, and I had Screen Actors Guild insurance. So oh. there's that. Also, when you were talking about you just breaking your arm, I, I know, like, when I dislocated my pinky, uh, you can tell because this one on the right or your left is slightly thicker than this one. Man, and I still can't bend it properly. Uh, it was such a annoyingly, like, shocking thing because one i was just so annoyed that it even happened the way it did because it wasn't cool that's how i feel about me yeah well you yeah you accidentally tripped into a pool i was playing basketball and i just dribbled a little too hard i've never done that in my life I'm, or the ball was just bouncing a little too fast and then it came and pop my thing went and i oh man i got that i showed you i, remember, the, I showed I you the picture right but it was like i was more annoyed at the fact that it happened and I'm a grown man who's not playing in the NBA. I'm like, this is an NBA level injury I have right now. Well, he didn't tear like a for no MC, goddamn reason. MC MCL ACL. No, thank goodness I didn't do that. I know people who have torn their like MCLs, ACLs, their kneecaps, all that crap. And man, hell no, mm. hell no, bro. Yeah. Um, quit, quit everything. Quit basket. Quit. I'm not. I'm not doing that anymore. <sighs> I'm just walking. That's my healthy uh, exercise at that point. You know, it's funny because like I'm watching like the NBA and everybody's like. Everybody's so old, and I realize that I'm older than a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the the <laughs> NBA stars. Like I was looking at DeAndre Ayton, I was like, he's got to be at least forty. <laughs> he's like twenty. He's like twenty four. Like, yeah. Like, There's nothing worse than watching basketball and looking up to people who are ten years younger than you because you don't realize that just because they're tall, giant people. They are just normal ass, young ass humans, and I'm I do the same thing because I remember. I remember when um, I think I was watching like Kyrie and I was like, dang, bro, I can't wait to Kai. I'm trying to go to the gym and cook and play ball like Kyrie. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's who I look up to. And I think I think my brother was like, bro, Kyrie is 22. You are 28. And I was like. What? What, what? <laughs> what were we talking about? So. Oh, my God. So Ninja Turtles. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron James. Was LeBron James in this movie? I feel like this is no. a movie he'd be in a part. Uh, no, he wasn't in it. He obviously. wasn't in it. I was trying to figure a way to tie Ninja Turtles and LeBron James. It just wasn't connected. Nah, we don't have to tie it in. We are at a point where I feel like we're, we can talk about like the finale. It was interesting how they learned, all, they learned how to be ninjas. They, what's wrong? Shadows. Shadows? Some go by? I can see. Sorry. They learned how to be ninjas. They <laughs> they had that epic fight scene. There was that one part in the movie where they started to accidentally almost become bad guys because Superfly was like, hey, man, y'all cool. They hung out with Superfly. They hung out with all the bad dudes at the bowling alley. Mondo Gecko was super fun. Shout out to Paul Rudd. That was Paul Rudd playing that character. And uh, they got lost in the sauce with, oh, we actually have friends who are similar to us. This is kind of cool to have more mutant friends until Superfly was like, yeah, man, we about to ruin the entire planet about to kill everybody. Yeah, everybody got to die. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> and then that day will be a good day. That day. I'm surprised they didn't play his song. Maybe he didn't want to give them the licensing and use his music because maybe it would have cost too much. Not for Ice Cube. He would have got more money. No, but sometimes they don't pay you enough money. Similar to like uh, how Monique was complaining about not being compensated for going and promoting the movie similar to the, those emails that leaked with Kevin Hart where he was like yeah you know I'll I'll push the movie y'all give me an extra 12 million I got I got 
I got a fan base of over 200 million. I'm bigger than the studio. Well, let me see this. I'm going to do it for $12 million. <laughs> Well, the thing is, bit bop bada boop boop pow. I don't know how to do it. The rock's got to be with me. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that that part was kind of interesting. How their character arc almost changed because <laughs> Superfly really was like, "Yo, these are cool characters. Y'all, y'all are cool." And they were hanging out until the point of them having to stop the car with Bebop or Rocksteady, whoever was in the car, and basically double crossing them and even even april letting them know like hey so are y'all gonna just let the human race be murdered because that would not that would not help this story that i'm trying to write about you just saying and then they got to the point where they're going into the oh no then they get milked <laughs> that, that's that's when the milking starts the milking started right when after, they, it's after, after yeah, right them. after they got shook, and then the TCRI cops pulled up the Utram, uh, her clan, her cl clan, excuse me, uh, <laughs> her group came, got them, took them back. They wake up and they're connected to a goddamn milking machine that's milking their backsides. It was weird how it specifically fit them. I didn't like that. I was like, y'all don't even have them strapped down. They're just strapped up and it's sucking juices out of their shell backs. Or was it their shellbacks? Listen, I hope. Uh, listen. <laughs> that, that's the sound the that's turtle what? makes when he be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Those videos are so. Yo, funny. don't look up. Don't look don't up. Look, don't, don't, look, don't don't look up turtle sex, bro. <laughs> the fact that you had you've been looking up turtle sex. You good? It's hilarious. <laughs> Just them going at it with shoes and shit. <laughs> but yeah, yo, them getting milked was wild, and uh, it was nice. It was nice because then we got the Splinter Jackie Chan Jackie fight Chan fight, scene. fight scene where he came, he saved his boys. Boys, what's and, and happening? He used all of their weapons. It was funny, even how he came in and was like, "What is? What are they doing to you?" And it was like, it was like, uh, nothing. They're not. They're not milking us. They're milking you. <laughs> like milk. I told you they would milk you. And then, you know, and then they went. They sh I don't want no trouble. What's that? That's the standard Jackie Chan line. Oh, I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want any trouble. I don't and want any trouble. he always causes a bunch of trouble. Yeah. that I thought that was really well done. And then, uh, yeah, they, you know, the final, the final battle, the final, the whole kaiju Godzilla fight. I thought that part kind of threw me off because I wasn't aware that I thought he was going to transform the the water i thought so too but then it was him, him. who transformed because he was he dropped in the ooze the ooze dropped with him and then he started and then fusing? everything next to him started fusing him that was weird that part i think confused me and then it was just like it was like oh man look i got a giraffe on my face i got horse legs i got horse legs i got a whale's body damn daddy <laughs> damn daddy what you do this to me for and um yeah, I don't know. If y'all seen the movie, that's what happens. And it was it was funny because it was very much almost like video game esque, where they were like, "You got it, you got it." Didn't they say something attack like that? Attack on Titan. Yeah, Attack on Titan. That's what it was. Anime slash video game. They were like, "You got to hit his his uh whatever, his not pressure spot. his weak spot." Yeah, pressure point weak stop spot. And which was a blowhole. It was a blowhole. It definitely was a blowhole. And they threw the anti mutagen. The thing that the the uh, MCRI dudes were using. Yeah, to, to turn them back. Yeah. So they did that. It was a big, big old New York. We're real New York.
y'all because we got to help the turtles. Oh, that part was that part was like that part was fun and I liked it. But I sat back and I was just like, OK, so everybody in New York is just like an acrobatic like you like you got a construction worker, a bus worker, people who are just flipping. They're flipping this these characters all around. It was nice, though, that one part where the turtles, excuse me, the New York City pulled up and helped Splinter. Yeah. That part was nice because it was a full circle moment of, oh, not every human is evil. Just the ones that I dealt with when I was a rat. Just the ones in the South. We're talking about to our back to our racial allegory that we were talking about earlier. The Alabama River Boat Brawl, everybody. Oh but no, the only the only, thing, the only thing missing from that last scene was a chair. No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, Casey Jones. Oh, we didn't get a Casey Jones cameo, no, huh? That, yeah. that would have been the perfect spot to put him in the movie. It would have been great. It would have been really good to get Casey Jones in there. At least like a cameo, just like even him, like a kid in a mask. Especially with all of the different characters that did get cameos. Or like we got a lot of mutant characters that got cameos, but it would have been nice to get a Casey Jones. And was there anybody was there anybody in the movie that you were like, oh, this person's low-key missing? Casey Jones, that was it. Shredder, but Oh well we got well, at the end. Yeah. Which I didn't really well, let's let's finish that one part where they got, you know. They do the attack on Titan, cut the nape, throw it in the blowhole. Fly Bat or whatever his name is, uh, Superfly goes back. Does he go back to normal? What did he, what, did he transform into anything in particular, or did he I, just honestly? I forgot I what forgot. happened to him. I don't remember what happened to him at all. But we get the final, final, um, I guess, end scene where everybody lives together now. That that was kind of interesting, where they all got together and it's in like, the hey, sewer. the well, the sewers are big enough, I guess, to fit everybody. So that kind of worked. Yeah, because uh, Splinter got what he wanted. He got his family. He got his family. He got his family. He got a he got a girlfriend. He got you got yeah he, he got, got a, so he got some form of a girlfriend. That, got, that I don't know. Girl. <laughs> yeah, good he for did. him. He definitely got that. Uh -huh. And then the boys get to go to high school. Oh yeah, bro. The high without the masks on. I didn't like the 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 no masks one because I. You know, I mean, it, it, I mean, you could tell which is which because did you notice that two of the turtles were artistically kind of drawn the same and two of them that they were like almost like kind of twinning? I think it was uh, I think it's Donnie and Mikey had similar heads or no, it might have been it might have been uh, Donatello and Leonardo had similar head shapes and Raph and Mikey or they all might have just been different. and I can't really remember. I don't I don't remember. I was paying attention. It was kind, well, you know, you know, it, it reminded me of. um Battle Toads. It, it felt it felt like they had almost custom look because you know each Battle Toad is a different shade of green. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of felt like they were Battle Toad esque, the way that they were. I kind of like set up in in that scenario. But yeah, man, the high school thing was interesting. The going to prom was cool. Society uh, accepting accepting them, them was mm, surprising. Despite the color of their skin. Despite the color of their skin, Paul, this is a movie about racism. I'm telling you. <laughs> racism is everywhere. Racism is everywhere. No, but like, <laughs> yeah, just them being accepted finally for being mutants and people being cool with it, which I feel like in today's generation of kids would work. Yeah, no, they're, I get. Yeah, kids, kids are super. Kids, kids are, are super accepting nowadays. Which, well, unless they're being raised by their crappy parents. But 
uh, yeah, no, nah, super accepting. And like, listen, if a giant mutant turtle wanted to come to school with us, come to school, bro. Bet. I'd probably be friends with the turtles. I mean, I feel like they would look really scary in real life because of what turtles look like. Uh, they're not going to look as funny and cartoony, but hey, do you, baby boo. Donatello plays Smash for sure. Oh, Donatello. Yeah, Donatello. Yeah, he's one of us for sure. He's, yeah. he, he was into uh, Attack on Titan. He said, he said the way he learned how to drive was by playing Forza. <laughs> he did. He said Forza. Did he say Forza Horizon? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a funny that was a funny uh what's it called? I'd be friends, we'd be friends with Donatello. I thought for the sure. I thought the kids did a good job with the voice acting. I mean, I I think Donatello obviously sounding so high pitch was a bit jarring, but squeaker. that <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah, squeak yeah, squeaker kid. But he definitely um that's how that just just how that kid sounds. I forgot what he's on or what TV show he's been a part of. But uh it was it was well done. I think they were all really <laughs> You're... Oh, that scene was yeah. hella funny. Yeah. I forgot about that because we outside. <laughs> we outside because yeah, wasn't it? They the April was like, all right. They were like, April, did you get a get a good shot of us on this last one? And then she was like, I think I got everything that y'all need. And they were like, okay, wait, wait, hold on. Let get us get us you know get us looking cool. Like hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's yeah 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 we outside we outside yeah, michelangelo starts twerking oh yeah <laughs> you know what's funny about that is all i could think about was the nyc uh tiktok account with the dude was like what a stupid yo you dead ass don't understand we outside new york ah! like the crazy new york <laughs> didn't they say bacon egg and cheese a bunch of times too or am i tripping yeah yeah bacon, bacon yeah the aki way because um, what was the thing that went viral with a uh, Joe Byron? Joe Byron. Yeah, hey yo, it was that. That the the. That was a hey fun yo, time. who you want to tell Joe Byron? What's, What's up, up, baby? <laughs> Take me out to dinner. Hey yo, that's what that's what, yeah. That was a good reference and very much just in the vein of what kids nowadays are watching on TikTok, on yeah, YouTube, on YouTube. Because that's all they, they, all they were watching was YouTube videos. Yo, that's all they're on. I, listen, they're hard. Like, there are kids who are, I think if you have a deeper connection with your community, are watching you on YouTube. But, bro, these kids are deep on TikTok. Like, you can't even find information about what kids are doing unless you go to TikTok. Like, hmm. I do use TikTok as a search engine at some points for certain things. Now. Yeah, me too. Like, when I wanted to find information about... Uh, Kai Sinat's whole scenario, uh, turn it up, turn it up. We outside. <laughs> we outside. When when that came up, I had to go. I went on YouTube. I couldn't find anything. I went on YouTube. I went on Twitter. I think I went on, I maybe went on Facebook, but not really. Um, but I went to TikTok, and TikTok had, like, quite literally an algorithm that was curated by young teenage kids who were at the riot or slash uh, pop-up or meet-up. And they were all just making content where they were just like, yo, it's going crazy out here. Yo, Kai, come get your people, man. And I'm like, dude, you're his people. Like, you're on camera probably wilding out a little In bit there. yourself. What are you talking about? Come get your people, that dog. Sounds, man, starting a riot sounds fun. Hmm? Certain things in life I wish I could do. Start a riot, one. Um, okay. Two, also the Michael Jackson effect is what I call it, is when you pop up on stage and you stand there for five minutes. And people are screaming, and you just turn your head once, and they scream again. Okay. I always wanted to do that. Food fight. <laughs> these, you, okay, so these are just random things you've seen in movies and TV that you wish you could do. <laughs> yes, food fight. Food fight. Um, the Michael Jackson effect. We got to just get. You just got to get popular. Whenever we, if we ever have a meetup, people, I need you guys to just do that for me. <laughs> 
I just want to stand there and you guys scream for five minutes. <laughs> if we ever I, take this on the road. And then I turn my head and you guys just go fucking nuts. <laughs> That's all I need. Once in my life. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. We yeah. outside. And then uh, we outside. Yeah. And then I guess that's it. The end of the movie, you got the Utram lady who is more or less a Krang in disguise, we think. I think that's why I said that lady was so ugly. I was like, yo, I was like, some of these humans are making, like, <laughs> I feel bad because, like. They're so ugly, they could be aliens. No disrespect. It's not about ugliness. Like, I don't want to make anybody who might not be the prettiest feel bad. But they're not people. No, no, but it's not that they're not people, but it's just like, damn, bro, like, <laughs> it's like, damn, some of these characters are throwing me off, like, because they just looked obtuse. They all looked like uh, uh, warped paintings, like cubism. Bad Picasso. Good, good Picasso. These are the ones he got paid hella money for. Um, but it, it was cool. It was, in the end, it was, it was interesting because she called up Shredder and said, I've got, because what was it? It was like, I, I'm, I'm not worried about... I, it's like she said she didn't need help tracking the turtles because now they're all public. They know they're at. Yeah. So it's like I know where they are. Now I just need someone to hunt them down. And then you cut to that final cut scene with uh, Shredder. Shredder. And then I think there was even another post cut scene where they did like some funny like uh, almost like filming on their phone type of stuff. Wasn't that? Oh, like no, that was before. It was they were at school and they're like, hey, we were oh, following yeah, the thing. Yeah. And then it's the Shredder. And then it was the Shredder. So I guess if we do get a second one, we'll be it'll be. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredders, Shredder, Shredder, Karai, maybe Karai, what, the, Casey the, Jones. May, I'm trying to think what they name it. It's Mutant Mayhem, The Rise of Shredder, maybe. I think it's already a movie. Is that uh, one of the old ones? The one where Mike, where Raphael's going crazy and he's like, ah, 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 and they spin the camera around. <laughs> and he, <laughs> you remember that movie? Wait, is it that was like Ninja Turtles one? Two or something where he just couldn't hold back his anger. Oh, and he, Dad! yeah. Dad! <laughs> they say bad words Ninja Turtles too. I believe that's what that was yeah man uh, but I mean what would you what comparatively what would you give this movie out of all the Ninja Turtles movies we've seen in the last few years because we had like the 2007 one where they look like lizards we had the Michael Bay one and two and then I think this is the most recent one since Michael Bay right there wasn't yes, something between I didn't this see the second, I didn't see the second you Michael didn't see the Bay second one, one. second no. one was pretty good they had Shredder in it and they had Krang Shredder was in the first one, though. Oh, maybe that was the first one, then. Where they're fighting on the rooftop, and he bodies them and throws them out the building? Yeah, but but wait. There was the one where they're on top of like some sort of huge structure, and Krang comes in. You didn't see the second one. No. Second one, it's like Krang comes in, and he's like almost doing kind of like a um, Avengers 2012 type of end scene fight, where it's like they're trying to, I think, Shoot send, a, beam send the sky. a beam into the sky or a portal or some shit like that. And it was interesting. I don't know, but I'm not. I don't like those ones. I don't, I, Seamus was was in there. Seamus played the Rhino. Uh, Rocksteady. Which one's which? Do you ever mix them up? Bebop's the glasses. Rocksteady is. The I one. always thought Bebop was the Rhino. Rocksteady was the pig. I know it's not. It's the other way, right? Flip them. Bebop. Wait, did I say that right? Pigs. Bebop. Glasses. Pig is Bebop. Rhino, Rhino, Rocksteady. So just remember, there's two R's there. S Q three R R R R. Rocksteady. All right. Well, yeah. What would you What would you rank this? Ninja? Uh, well, not rank it. Out of I guess out of all the Ninja Turtle movies that you probably know of, which what would you What would you put this as? Um, uh, it might be my might be my it might be my favorite. You're killing me with this. It might be my favorite. <laughs> it's your favorite. 
Yeah, because like I don't remember the '90s ones all that much. I remember. I don't remember them. them. I don't remember as them at like, all. as a child. I remember that, but like I don't. I couldn't tell you any of the plot points. No, I don't know. Other than Vanilla Ice, Ninja, Ninja, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. So like that was two though. Is he a white supremacist now? I feel like all my favorite white artists from the nineties, Kid Rock, yeah. My name, and all he did was culture vulture from black people. Yeah, that's crazy. He was a rich white kid, rich white kid from the suburbs. Met a few black people and was like, I like your sound. I want to be a country, like a cut G. And then he met Joe C. R.I.P. Who's Josie? His little his little friend. Oh, oh yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah, anyways, uh, Turtles. It's probably my third favorite movie of the summer. Third favorite? Okay, but out of the Ninja Turtle movies that we've seen, or all the, let's just combine them with all the Ninja Turtle IP. Oh, no, no, because then we'll pick up the ones from the, the one that we I'm grew up. I'm going video games all the time. No, no, not all that. I meant, I meant like uh, theatrical and TV. Okay. We have the 1980s cartoon that we grew up on which came out in the late 80s, but it was into the 90s, right, I think? Mm-hmm. And then we have Ninja Turtles TMNT that came in the early 2000s. And then we have Ninja Turtles 2012. And now we have the, the newest Ninja Turtles that was animated, coolest guy, like kind of like anime. But then, if I'm thinking movies, let's, let's uh, get rid of all the ones from the, 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 the early 80s and 90s that where they're in the big body suits and all that stuff, because we don't remember them. But the movie that I remember... I think more recently is when we were going to college or maybe end of high school, which is 2007 Lizard Turtles. They look like lizards, in my opinion. Yeah, but they were in like the the forests and like rainforests and stuff. They, they were very wet. I just remember. Yeah. I remember there was a lot of like rain water. water mechanics in that movie. But then there's Michael Bay one, Michael Bay two, and then this movie. I guess it's this Mutant Mayhem 2007 Michael Bay. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, Mutant Mayhem, I think, is probably the best out of all those film franchises. And then TV show-wise, I mean, I'm always going to go with the 1980s Ninja Turtles because that's just what I came up on. Pizza time. Even, like, the animated intro is so good because it's similar to, like, Thundercats and Silverhawks and uh, all those other cartoons that we came up on. Uh, Transformers, I don't know. Any show that had to do with trying to sell a toy line. Oh, ready to go. Greatest He-Man. <laughs> Power they was Boy, they was ready to go. Uh, but yeah, movie-wise, I think this is probably one of my favorites, too. Um, from the movies, from the movie standpoint, I wonder I wonder if they can double up and make it better. I hope it gets a sequel. I think, that, it, I think it will. That's the one thing. I'm like, the other ones, I'm like, okay, if they get a sequel, cool. This one, I'm like, I really want to see what they do next with shredder it's the best rendition they've done with the movie so i think it deserves a sequel and i it hopefully will i heard it did well yeah but they gotta record those kids soon i mean yeah you gotta record that i mean that one kid's voice is gonna crack in literally the next six to eight months he they're not gonna get a sequel before that kid's voice uh, goes through puberty but the rest of them if they get a movie and they start producing it between now and the next year or two i think they'll be okay it's just the fact that, like, they could be a little older, 17. That's okay. A year or two goes by. Uh, f- they, uh, and they can event- eventually just become adult-ass people because that's what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has college, always been. College Mutant Ninja Turtles? I mean, you don't even have to call them college because think about all the movies that we've gotten in our lives. Like, we've gotten Spider-Man 1 through 3 with Tobey Maguire, who was 40 <laughs> while he was making those. I mean, I don't know. And it's an animated movie. They'll figure it out. I don't think, I don't think it's that. You good? Spider-Man and... Yeah, but your hand was hurting, your arm. Maybe don't, maybe do it. I don't know. Do what you want. That's, I think that's where we should wrap, though. Oh, out of 10, what would you give this movie? 
Um, out of ten, this is a solid eight for me. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten, solid movie. Uh, I think for myself, uh, I'll give it an eight point five. Eight point five. I was gonna say seven. Just because I'm, I genuinely am disturbed by how ugly all the humans were. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but I think that was a cool aesthetic. I think they did a good job making something that I'm not used to seeing in animated movies. Because most animated movies usually try to look perfect. Pixar, uh, DreamWorks, all of them. You try to make it look. The animation, the whole purpose is like, here's what we can do with animation. And they went the exact opposite way. And they were like, yeah, look how ugly these people are. Ugly, but still <laughs> look cool. Yeah, they were like, the animation's sick. It's fire. But these people, bro, they're going to be ugly as shit. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? So yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. Or maybe I'll lean in with you and just make it an 8. I think an 8 Sorry. is fine. This, this movie almost got me to buy the figures. Almost bought them. Did they, have, they, did they come out with toys? There's toys for it. Oh, yeah. Nickelodeon I, is a toy manufacturer. I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I'd, I'd buy them and the figures in look that good but like it looked cool you know what i probably can i, I what what are you about no it's like i have files for you talking maybe about are piracy we are we talking piracy? about are we talking about 3d printing yes i have files for the og like turtle toys i can make them at home allegedly alleged uh, oh no what do you about We're boy. not even talking piracy? about piracy. We don't do piracy, baby. It's not piracy if you pay for it. It's me, Mario. You need to spend all your money before I call those ninjas, brother. I'm gonna call the. I'm gonna call Nintendo. I'm gonna call Nickelodeon too, baby. Yahoo! Well, Yahoo! well, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! All right, yeah, that was it. That's our episode. We're done recording. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the JD and Paul cast. We will have a new episode next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We probably skipped out on plenty of different movies that we wanted to review, but we didn't have time. So maybe I didn't see Barbie or Oppenheimer, uh, but maybe we do the Super Mario movie. Yahoo! Or maybe we do oh. Spider-Man into the Spider-Versity. Speaking of this. Sit up, Paul. Why you sit so low, bro? RVD. You... RVD's back. and He's wrestling again. RVD? Yeah, the goat. I don't give a damn about no RVD. Oh. That boy be piping, bro. He... Oh, yeah. That's why I, we <laughs> talked about it before. But, like, he's back. He had a match last week. Anyways, thank you for watching this episode what the, of What, the, what the hell is he talking about? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, wrestling. Yeah, we had a good time. This was a fun episode. I think it was good. Uh, somebody do me a favor and timestamp all the funniest moments so then I can make clips. That would help. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, we will see you next week. Bop-a-da-bop. Ba-doop-bop. Bow.